bred in a slump. About two hours before I was to be brutally attacked in the parking lot outside of my office building, I found myself sitting in the swivel chair at my desk, smoking a rather drab taste in Marlboro, and meditating upon the foul mood I could feel myself slipping into. Here I was, at age 36, still four years away from what most people called middle-aged, and I was already feeling a sense of doom and gloom. After all, it was nearing the end of August, and the days would soon be getting darker and drearier, and my general mood was doing the same thing. Without the sun blazing forth as it did all summer long, my gorgeous blonde curls would soon start to lack their customary luster, and my impressive tan already seemed to be fading fast, so that I was already beginning to lose that Adonis-like appearance I seemed to have possessed all summer long. Not, I hastened to add, that I didn't stand head and shoulders, in manner of speaking, that is, above every other guy you could possibly imagine, when it came to your standard, everyday, Adonis-like appearance. At the risk of sounding a wee bit full of myself, it's fair to say that even on the gloomiest day in the dead of winter, I was still capable of turning the ladies to mush just by being me. Let's see. How do I describe myself? Let me count the ways. To quote good old Wilfred Shakespeare, who ought to have known better than anyone else, back then anyways. I stood at six feet, weighed in at an even 200 pounds, and aside from the aforementioned blonde curls which adorned my scalp, I spotted a full, bushy, blonde mustache, which was the envy of every man who ever considered growing facial hair of any variety. Also, I could bounce my pecs to the tune of I'm Popeye the Sailor Man, better than any other man on the planet, and the contours of my posterior were nothing short of perfection. True, my right earlobe wasn't a pretty sight, as it was recently subjected to the vicious gnawing of a tough cop who chewed off a part of it one dark night while his buddy held me down, rendering me immobile while that bloody business was being enacted. However, despite its mangled appearance, a few of my dates, shall we call them, over the past month or so have actually been fascinated by it, you know, the same way a strategically placed mole or freckle or beauty spot on a babe's breast, for example, can be a real turn-on. At any rate, I went into this slump every year around this time, so it was hardly surprising I should be feeling at something less than my usual optimum condition on this particular Monday morning. I had a little private detective practice deep in the heart of Birchwood, Rhode Island. If such a pathetic district as Birchwood could accurately be described as a hot, it seemed more like the groin of civilization, but then again, it might just have been a deception created by the lousy mood I was in that morning. Business was not what it should have been. Not that it was ever exactly booming at any given point in time. Part of it was my own fault, to be completely honest about it, since I'd slowly but surely, over the past few years, acquired the reputation of being a supreme, unscrupulous bastard, a moniker which I myself nurtured as it seemed to keep most of the rotten riffraff and spineless pussy-footin'-around types of individuals at a distance. On the other hand, it seemed like I always wound up with the clients who were seeking the services of a guy who'd take on the types of jobs that other guys in my profession would stay clear of. In other words, the kinds of jobs that required a man with a complete lack of scruples to even consider getting involved in. And unfortunately... 
There were too many honest people in this otherwise culturally deprived city I lived and worked in. People who exercised a scruple or two on a regular basis, although I could never understand why they even bothered when I'd learned from a very early age that there ain't nobody in this whole damned, screwed-up world of ours that you can trust 100%. Even my old men. But I won't go there. Not right now, anyways. Apparently, then, there didn't seem to be too many people in the fine city of Birchwood who were either in need of or desirous of engaging my services. Professional services, that is. I guess everybody was minding their own business these days and staying out of trouble, or maybe simply ignoring it, even if it really was there.